it was at the university campus of Cité Universitaire that I had spent all my life of eight years as a doctoral research student and even as a postdoctoral research scientist since I had fallen in love with that wonderful campus environment. The first year was spent in India House or Maison de Land, then I moved to German House, Maison d'Allemagne, and then to Argentine, Argentina House or Maison d'Argentine, and later after, securing, after securing the prestigious doctorate degree as research consultant in my pharmacology department of Professor O'Neill, I moved to the more prestigious and more expensive Monaco Student Hotel, Maison de Monaco. Our student hostels had to abide by the same rule of allowing 50% of the rooms allocated to their own nationals and the remaining 50% to students or trainees from other nations. During the stay at the India House Hostel, I was fortunate to be elected by the residents as cultural delegate of the hostel in a hotly contested election that elected a student president, a student secretary, student treasurer, cultural delegate, etc. to handle or manage specially allocated responsibilities. Each hostel was supposed to allocate a certain amount of money to the selected committee to run a canteen, weekly festivals, cultural festivals, etc. as decided or approved by the elected members of the student committee. As secretary of the art and cultural section, I was supposed to organize and monitor cultural events as many times I possibly can to entertain the residents. It was left to the committee discretion whether they wanted to charge an entrance fee for, e for entry to these activities or programs too. When I assumed the charge as cultural delegate, it was my wish that I be able to familiarize the unfathomable wealth of our cultural heritage and art and dance and music to the foreign students staying at Indian hostel and in neighboring student hostels, and to let them experience a piece of Indian cultural diversity to the maximum extent possible. With that dream in mind, I contacted the cultural attache of Indian Embassy and requested her to permit the visiting artists from India to spare some time or possibly arrange a small performance at the Indian hostel as and when any cultural troupe from India or even sports delegations visit France for diverse programs. Thankfully, I was able to convince the cultural attaché by arranging such shows and programs in the city campus that can serve as a good propaganda for the image of India as a whole too. The, the response from cultural attaché who was a, a Tamilian lady by name Subarao, but had a rider too. We will ask the visitors or dance troops or sports persons their willingness to come and if possible present a stage program or any show of their choice. But 
we are not sure whether they may come and present any item if they are not suitably compensated with some amount of cash or gifts. It wouldn't be surprised if anyone accepts our request without any form of gift package or the other. How can the students facing financial difficulty or living on shoestring budget be able to spare some money to pay for these artists or visitors? I explained how fund-starved Indian students cannot organize some funds or gifts for the visitors from India. The cultural attache of Indian Embassy agreed with me and she offered to give maximum help to arrange as many shows as possible as and when an Indian troupe or artist contacts the Embassy in the months or years ahead. Fortunately, some artists were large-hearted and realized that demand for monetary compensation was beyond the reach of poor Indian students struggling to make ends meet in a foreign land. Fortunately, thanks to the large-hearted nature of some artists, I was able to organize various evening shows with Bharatanatyam, Kuchipudi dance, Kathak dance, Oriya dance, and to even organize Rabindranath music, Hindustani music, Carnatic music, etc. I must admit that the cultural attache of Indian Embassy, the middle-aged lady from Madras, was extremely helpful in coordinating such cultural activities. I must be honest to admit that I was able to watch and enjoy these varied Indian cultural music and dance and folkloric programs for the first time in my life at the Indian hostel in Paris and did not even know that India had such an amazing cultural diversity of hundreds and hundreds of such art and music and dance form as forming the gems of our tradition and, and our heritage of thousands and thousands of years. Sorry to admit, as an Indian, I had to come to a foreign land to know more about the traditional art and music treasures of India. Was it my fault or is it the fault of Indian social and education, educational system? When I realized that not only me, but also the majority of Indian students there were ignorant of our rich cultural treasure, music and dance and art forms and traditions, I consoled myself that it was the social system and education system that was the villain for making me and the youth ignorant of the greatness of our own country and of the amazing cultural wealth of our great nation. By organizing the cultural and musical programs at Indian Hostel for many weeks, I had become an instant celebrity organizer and even students of other hostels started approaching me asking whether I can help them to arrange such shows in their hostels too. It was then that I realized that I have a hidden leadership talent and organizational talent that I did not know of. This newfound celebrity status had some pitfalls too. 
some jealous Indian students even approached the director of the Indian hostel to dismiss the cultural delegate since he was indulging in some malpractices of some kind, though we never charged even one rupee from residents of Indian hostel for any program at all.